Good Wednesday to you. I'm excited today. I woke up, ball of energy. Got my first ride of the season in today. Uh, not on the motorcycle, but on the, the pedal portion of a bike. Got that ride in today and uh, feel fantastic. Although I will say this, um, I forgot how uh, different it is riding a Peloton versus actually pedaling your own you know, body up and down hills and such. But got a ride in this morning, feeling good after that. Got a little work done outside around the house, although I do need to figure out uh, my, my sliding screen door. Uh, but beyond that, good day today. And then uh, we are one day away. We are less now than 24 hours away from uh, our opening day home opener broadcast uh, coming up tomorrow. Looking forward to that. The program brought to you by, as always, our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Glad to have you on board regarding our friend from Bud Light, Bud Light Hard Soda, and in addition to that, Budweiser, which, uh, don't forget, is the official beer sponsor of Major League Baseball. Ben, how you doing today? Anything crazy out there in Madison going on? Uh, no, not really. Just a lot of chatter. I don't know if you saw the story of the umpire who got punched at a 12-year-old uh, softball game. There was a yep. lot of talk about uh, Little League sports and fights and brawls. I uh, I have always said, and I, I feel strongly about this, my dad was a yeller. My dad was a sergeant in the Army, very loud voice. My dad was a yeller, and my dad was not a guy. He wasn't physical. He wasn't violent. He wasn't vulgar. Uh, he wasn't that. He was just a, come on up, that guy, you know, but he was very, very loud. And I remember, and I'm, I'm going to tell the story because I'm only bringing it up uh, because it pertains, but I had, I was really good at baseball. Um, that was my sport more so than football. And I was really good at baseball when I was a kid, when I was in eighth grade going into high school, we used to have at any point in time scouts in the house. I, there was there were scouts that were there that were talking to us through my uh, high school career. We it just was, and the long, long and short of it was, I was really good, had enough attention, and it was. I, I I told my dad as I got older, it's embarrassing to have your parent be that person. Now my dad, there was a couple other parents that were. Man, pretty loud, but nowhere near like my dad was. My dad was leader of the pack with the pack mentality. And it was embarrassing as a kid. And I, like I said, I told him that later on down the road. Uh, nothing vulgar. I mean, this was, you know, it wasn't like he was screaming FUs or anything like that. Not like today. But I remember my dad got tossed out of a couple of ballparks. And my dad was not allowed to return. When they saw him coming, they would say, we're not umpiring the game and your team is going to forfeit until he is gone. My dad was that guy. Uh, never violent. Now, again, I'm just saying he was very loud. He was not, you know, he was not uh, anything like today's day and age. But any parent that or any any athlete that attacks an umpire over a call should auto, I, I think should go to jail. That's just my philosophy. It's like, what the hell are you doing? You don't have instant replay. This is the pros, for God's sakes. And if a coach, because I've seen coaches get attacked, too. And uh, there are, by the way, there are far too many coaches. I, I applaud coaches because they're taking time out of their schedule to coach kids when a lot of people don't want to coach kids. However, some of these coaches act like they are Nick Saban or they act like they are, you know, Tommy Lasorda from years gone by or something. They, they just they're doing it for their own egos and it's all the wrong reasons. Um, but I've seen parents attack coaches. 
Uh, and whether the call is right or wrong, whether the umpires are right or wrong, uh, and there are some umpires who have the minute they put on a mask, they suddenly have the God complex. Um, but it, it's it's to the point where it's ridiculous. Put them in jail. Build build low, low minimum security jails where you go, and nobody wants them in their backyard, so it's never going to cure the problem. But put low minimum security jails on these in, in certain areas where you may not necessarily be in prison, but you got to go to jail and miss 30 days. You got to miss 30 days of work and then have to explain to your boss why you're missing 30 days of work. And and that'll stop a lot of that. If you if you are so incapable of controlling yourself when it comes to arguing with an umpire, this isn't like a drunken bar brawl. This is an umpire in front of your kids. How pathetic a human being are you if that's what it comes to? I keep thinking to myself, just let them go have fun, let them play, let them learn the game. Now, when you get into high school and maybe you got scholarships riding on certain things, you know, you want to be smart, you want to be you want to be competitive, you don't want to be that person that seems to be reckless on the field, okay, you know, maybe a foul here or the call there or whatever it happens to be or if it's a big game, you don't want to lose. I get it, but what would prompt an individual to actually attack an umpire? You have to be the lowest form of scum and douchebag on the face of the earth to do that. I firmly believe that. And if I ever at a ballpark see anybody attacking an umpire, I will be happy to come out of the stands and defend the umpire every damn day of the week. Because there's not many people out there with the stones to do it, much less take the abuse from these moronic parents who have nothing better to do but scream and yell at their kids and scream and yell at umpires. It's just, it's unbelievable. So that's my take on it. I have no problem with it. Uh, and any parent that want to come, wants to come after me on it, then you're part of the problem. Look around. You're the douchebag in a crowd. That's just the way it is. I'm with you. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> I will say there, yeah. is, there is a space in the game for a mild boo at the MLB level. Just uh, Angel you, Hernandez no, can, makes a horrible yeah. call. A mild boo, but nothing you, physical. Here's the problem with, with Major League Baseball umpiring. Um Fans, first of all, usually have a few in them. Secondly, balls and strikes, that's one thing, okay? Because you probably had a few. What you don't appreciate as a fan is that as many calls that could have gone your way probably have gone your way when you didn't deserve them. Usually they equal out, and you always have to remember that. And I've always, always been taught, don't let an umpire's call or an official's call dictate the game. If you're not winning or if you're not capable of winning beyond the call of an umpire, then you're in trouble. And 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 they're human. You know, let's be honest, they're human. They're going to hold grudges. Anything then becomes close, you're not going to get that call. So don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. But I just, I, I can't get over some of the stuff that goes on in Little League. We see it all the time. Bad parental behavior, but I have always said there would be nothing like your kid going to visit you in jail because you couldn't control yourself and you punched an umpire or you went after uh, an official on the field. Think about that for a minute. What would you do today there, Johnny? Oh, I had to go see my dad or my mom. They're in jail. They attacked an umpire. Oh, we're, we're, we, my dad lost his job because he couldn't control himself. Yeah. Well, we don't want to put on the hardship of of, of these people, so we don't want to discipline them. No. Let them realize that if you do this crap, you go to jail. If you assault somebody, you go to jail. It's not a fine. It's not you, 30 days. Mandatory 30 days. Go to jail. Lose your job. You're a loser.
You can't control yourself. Maybe you need a little bit more than anger management. Just a little bit more than anger management. Like I said, this isn't a drunken moron screaming in your face at a bar and spitting on you or, you know, calling your wife names or whatever. This is a little league field. This is this is athletics. I mean, it's like, come on, man. Come on. So, kind of that's where we go today. We start out, but, oh, by the way, speaking of good things regarding uh, baseball, the Brewers won. The Brewers won. How about that? Is the pressure now off? Do we now breathe a sigh of relief? They get yet another 5-4 to four victory. Oh, it was so good. It was so good, as opposed to watching some of these other teams, how they uh, – but which, by the way, uh, the Orioles kind of gave the Brewers that game. That Rowdy Tellez should not have been on first. The toss over to how – how a pitcher can throw a strike from 60 feet 6 inches, but yet on a, on a slow chopper to the mound cannot throw the ball over to first base still is mind-boggling to me. And then Rowdy Tellez uh, advances – uh, on the wild pitch, and then is brought in on the ground rule double and uh, ties the game up, and then the Brewers go on to win it. I, it was, uh, look, we'll take it. It wasn't It wasn't like they pounded their way to a victory, but they took advantage of bad situations and give them, give them credit. Hopefully they get another win today. They come back home, get a win tomorrow. All is right with the world, and everything is back where it should be. So I'm excited for that. Uh, I watched uh, a little bit of baseball. I saw San Diego yesterday. You got the Giants. Uh, I watched uh, some of Cincinnati yesterday. You talk about a bad baseball team. Cincinnati, I know that they were all giddy because they got off to a relatively fast start. And they can hit the ball a little bit. But their defense, watching players in the outfield run into each other, pass balls, their bullpen just imploding. It just, 10 to 5, they got beat yesterday. They got drilled. So that, that that ended uh, Red Sox got a win yesterday, and it kind of goes on from there. The Cubs got another win. Break up the Cubs. They're off to a hot streak. Break up the Cubs. Fly the W because you about to, might as well fly it while you can because you're still not that damn good. But uh, the Cubs get a 2-1 to win over the Pirates uh, yesterday. So I guess all is right with the world right now. By the way, uh, the Cardinals did get a win there. 3-1 and one at the top of the division as well. 6-5, six and uh, six to five, they knocked off Kansas City. So you take it, you move on, then you get the head-to-heads against the Cubs, against the Cardinals. Reds, Pirates, and you move on from there. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what happened yesterday. I'm feeling good about things. Uh, there is more shenanigans going on in the NFL. I, if, I'm, if I'm Commissioner Roger Goodell, first of all, I'm part of the problem. But at this point in time, I, I really don't want to answer my phone. Did you see the story regarding Tom Brady, the Dolphins, what was going on behind the scenes to manipulate his return as an owner and then to manipulate his return as the quarterback of the Dolphins. If all this is true, it's like, wow, how embarrassing for the NFL. Again, on the heels of what went on regarding the House subcommittee, getting the report yesterday about the Washington Commanders, just abysmal. Stephen Ross still uh, on the heels of having the lawsuit filed against him and now against the NFL for racial discrimination. It's just, you can't make this stuff up. You, 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 it's almost like you just want the house cleaning of the good old boy network in the NFL. It's like, what the hell? What the hell do these guys do? This is what happens when you have nerdy, non-athletic, white business billionaires get together. Uh, I, I don't know. Have you watched the, um, the series at all 
Ben, and I don't know if you would or not, but called Playboy uh, the unex- the exposed behind the scenes of Playboy? No, I've not. It has been. I, I've I got caught up in it. I started watching it. It, to watch what went on behind the scenes with Hugh Hefner after being this guy who was this this what he felt was this liberator of women and such, and, and in the in reality he was nothing more than a predator and a beast and and you know you you'd like to just if you were alive today you just like to beat the hell out of him. Um, it, it's it's kind of this good old boy behind the scenes lurk below the surface network is what's being exposed right now. Uh, and unfortunately, if there's good owners out there, they're kind of getting lumped in with this group of scumbags. And it's just, it's amazing what's going on in the end. And if I'm Roger Goodell, I probably don't even want to wake up. Don't wake me up. Just let me sleep. Don't, I don't want to answer my phone because it's going to be bad news. It's like there is just a leaking sieve right now in the boat that is the NFL. And then, and then, as if that wasn't bad enough, um, Around the NFL, but more so around the Green Bay Packers, uh, former Packers quarterback Brett Favre. Did you read the story in Sports Illustrated about him? No, I missed the Favre story. I was stuck oh, up man. on the Brady one. Yeah, the uh, the text messages. Now, this is in Sports Illustrated. It's not like it's a you know discredited outlet. Um, Anna Wolf of Mississippi Today claims former NFL quarterback Brett Favre allegedly used his political and business connections to collect taxpayer funds for his preferred organizations, giving him special access. Uh, Favre also allegedly took $1.1 million in welfare funds for himself. And there are text messages um, that uh, basically stated that, you know, the, the group text, the governor, uh, they wanted him to group text the governor and wants him to give shares for certain funds, but doesn't want to get anybody in trouble. He knew what they were doing was not proper. So it it just, you know, it just a, a bad scene for Brett Favre. Uh, anyway, Laurie says, uh, who give two craps about the Favre matter? Let's talk about uh, preferred organizations uh, from out government and school boards. What? Lori, we don't get into a whole lot of that, but okay. If you want to bring it up, bring it up. Uh, but anyway, it just it, when you look at the Favre situation, oh, man. Uh, Favre said reportedly, call me crazy, but my goal is to take home $20 million when it's all said and done. That's like the dagger text. All of this is starting to come out. and it, it, Because remember, there was some public funds being shuttered his way. There was... Um, some of the PPP money uh, for one of the foundations uh, going back to when COVID broke out and some of these funds were being allocated and kind of funneled to these quote organizations. But Favre was apparently, at least according to the reports, a pocketing the money. And uh, it's just, it's a really, really bad look for lack of a better term. So that's going on as well. So there's a lot to nosh on the Brewers get a win after the Brewers win. For those that were really, really up in arms yesterday, did you breathe a little easier? Did you breathe a little little bit better? Are you okay today? Did you wake up not having so much angst like people did yesterday after the first loss to the Baltimore Orioles? 
Are you okay today, or are you just now holding your breath until later tonight hits, and then all of a sudden you're you're back on the I can't believe this. I'm going to find a tall bridge and jump bandwagon. Stay tuned. We got a lot of the Bill Michaels show yet to come. We'll be back right after this. This is the Bill Michaels show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Michael show. We continue on this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, uh, they've got some grilling uh, stuff in there. If you have not been to your local Quick Trip as of late, they have the uh, the pork fillets, bacon-wrapped pork fillets that uh, that you can grill up. They're 99 cents a piece, and you can grill them up, uh, limit five, by the way, uh, when you're heading down to uh, American Family Field. Now, tomorrow might not be, be the most conducive day for grilling. Now, the weather forecast keeps getting worse. Uh, thank God we got a roof. Thank God we've got a roof. But uh, if you're going to do some grilling at all this year, tailgate season's upon us. Stop into your local quick trip, grab the brats, the hot dogs, the pork fillets, whatever it is your heart desires, even some of the pre-cooked food. Um, maybe you're taking it home to watch the game. Pizzas and such, they have that, to the beer cave. The beer, they've got so so much good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. And they always say, don't forget, use your quick rewards card and your phone number. And I, I love it when you go in, you type it in, you go, okay, here's the phone number. You pump some gas, you go inside, you get a couple of things, and you throw in that cheeseburger, and then they say, oh, the cheeseburger is free. Oh, that's that's the best tasting cheeseburger you can possibly get. That's that's just awesome. Love the cheeseburger. There you go. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670, if you want to hit us up. Feel free. So, uh, boy, there's just so much going on. So, Ben, let me ask you this. Uh, I, I want to go back to the uh, the Dolphins story and the manipulation that they wanted Tom Brady to come into ownership with Stephen Ross. And then, as a retired player, and then manipulate his way back to play to talk the Buccaneers into allowing him to go play for the Dolphins, going over to the AFC, so he could compete against the Patriots in their division, make the deal, make the trades, all that kind of good stuff, um, and, and everything that was going on behind the scenes. And then what became the fly in the ointment was because they, they didn't want Brian Flores. There was talks that they wanted a white coach. Sean Payton, actually. That was Sean part Payton. of his plan. Yeah, manipulate to get Sean Payton into the Dolphins organization. Um, when I read this, I I thought, I now there's times you read stories and you're like, wait, what? There's no way that's true. No way. It, this is, I mean, Hollywood would make this up. And then you get reading it more and more, and you're like, wow, this is what's really going on below the surface. When you read the Brady story, what what was your reaction? My first reaction was, I wish this actually happened. Because you talk about chaos, and it's been a chaotic offseason in some bad ways and some good. But you talk about pure co- competitive chaos. You have Tom Brady retire and then go become an executive in Miami and maybe convince his way back onto the field to play. 
I, it would have been a fascinating story. So my first reaction was I like, I wanted this to happen. Then obviously you have everything that came up in the Dolphins organization. You know what I thought was the most interesting is um, now the Washington commander story. I, I, I'm still stunned at the lack of coverage of that out of ESPN. Now we know ESPN has a contract with, with the NFL. So maybe they're trying to walk, tread lightly here. But I am stunned that it's basically a blurb after everything that's been stated. And now it's sitting before Congress and ESPN, which now reveals itself as just unbelievably corrupt, is is barely giving it a mention. I mean, this is, to me, this is breaking news across the bottom of the screen. Because if this story turns out to be 100% true, or even a shadow of truth, this is a big story. A big story. Um, and now this, and if you go to their page, and even if you click on the NFL portion of it, there's no mention of the Brady thing. There's no mention of the Dolphin story. It's like, what are you doing? So, um, but no, I agree with you. When I read it, I thought... Uh, I, I thought, man, I you know, first and foremost, how did this story get so underreported? Thank God it came to the forefront, as we all know. And then it's like, I, I as I sat there and read it, I thought, because it, there's this huge story about it in the Miami Herald. Um, but as I read it, I'm thinking, how slimy the underbelly of the NFL really is. Now, I've always known this. I've had um, secondhand experience with some of the workings of the NFL. And I've always said, if you ever pull the curtain back and really reveal the wizard, it's a very, very, very ugly business. It is something that we love, we cheer for, we are a football state. We look forward to it every Sunday. Uh, the Green Bay Packers reign supreme in the state of Wisconsin. I understand all of that. But the NFL is a very ugly business. Uh, but when you started to read us, I, my, my whole thought was, what a disgusting underbelly the NFL has. No wonder players are so frustrated with kind of the the good old boy network, as I put it. It, it just, it's mind-boggling that this goes on. An odd coincidence, what happened on February 1st, the same day Tom Brady announced his retirement from Tampa Bay, though never filing former retirement papers, uh, the recently fired Dolphins head coach Brian Flores announced the major lawsuit against the NFL and directly implicated a few teams, including the Dolphins and their owner, Stephen Ross. The plan was for, as I mentioned, Brady to retire, to then become part owner of the Dolphins, to then come back, get Brian Flores fired, to then bring in Sean Payton. Sean Payton was going to retire, quote, retire, and then they were going to make a deal to bring Sean Payton back over to the Dolphins, so, therefore, he could get out of that ugly situation that, in part, he caused in New Orleans because of the salary cap jail and basically the lack of talent. Now they're going to have to rebuild this thing over the next two, three, maybe even four years to just get back to a semblance of competitiveness. He wanted out. So, basically, you create the problems, and then the minute it gets really bad and you can see what's coming on the horizon, you're going to bail. And then not only are you going to bail, you're going to manipulate your way. Another team firing a head coach who had done, for all intents and purposes, a really good job. And try to go and, and, and have this collaborative with Tom Brady. I, it just, I, I, we all thought that that lawsuit, as the story puts it, was seismic. 
because it accused the NFL of racism in, in its hiring and firing practices and practically, you know, alleging that Ross had offered uh, the uh, Flores $100,000 bonus per game if he tanked in the 2019 season to get the number one overall draft pick, which is if that's not seismic enough, then this. All the claims against Ross, which have proven true, almost certainly would force the owner to step down in full disgrace and either turn the team over to somebody else or have the NFL just sell it out from underneath them, one of the two. But just an, an amazing, amazing story. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. On a day like today, I uh I say thank you so much to my buddy Dwayne up at Dwayne's Cover It All in Wausau. Why? Because uh, my boat is getting ready to get a new engine put in it, um, and it is. I drove past it the other day. It's sitting outside in a locked, fenced facility up at Skipper Buds where they're going to do the work. And uh, the cover that he put on this thing with the venting system, the uh, the arch system, is amazing. And I've talked about this time and again. Uh, and whether you're a business owner, say you're a, a, a you know, own like a, you know, strip mall and you want to put new awnings out front, he's your guy. Say you're a boat owner like I, he's your guy. If you are a uh, office manager or somebody that owns an office building and you want to redo the furniture, you really don't want to buy new. You know, you don't want to trade it in. You just want to get it all recovered, reupholstered, make it nice and new again. He's your guy. So, so many different things that Dwayne can do at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. Go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. By the way, speaking of Skipper Buds, um, I was uh, I was over there uh, driving past it anyway yesterday. Uh, that's when I saw it because the rains were coming. And uh, that's when I uh, saw my boat sitting outside, and I talked to Ryan and the guys in the service department. They're just great people over there, and their boats the boats are just arriving every day. Check out skipperbuds.com for everything they have to offer. That's skipperbuds.com. But if you go to the one in Pewaukee where there's a lot going on right now, get a hold of my buddy Todd over there. He's the general manager. He's the guy that makes the deals. He's the guy that pens everything. Uh, 262-544-1200, 262-544-1200, and uh, tell him we sent you. And if you're looking for something to do this summer out on the water, man, they got a lot of stuff over there right now. A lot of stuff. Um, so the the other portion of this Miami Herald article, uh, when we get into the Dolphins uh, believing they had Brady, uh, it, it's, it's amazing when you start reading this. So it, 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 it this talks about how Brady and fashion model wife Giselle were among guests before a recent Super Bowl party, now, a lavish birthday party for one of the owners in waiting uh, for the Miami Dolphins at the home of the Miami Beach billionaire Wayne Boyce. Uh, Kevin Hart was there. Cardi B was there with 15 bottles of the pricey Armand de Brignac. Brignac? I, I don't even know how to say it. Champagne. Um, Brady and Beal partied together at the Kentucky Derby. Brady was building a $20 million mansion. In the uh, Indian Creek, the exclusive uh, enclave in Miami where Don Shula used to live. 
the real-life soap opera, as they put it, was an advance with details in this week's Boston Globe story by Patriots writer Ben Volan. The report states that the Dolphins were prepared to announce just before the Super Bowl that Brady was going to join the club as a front office executive, perhaps president, and as part owner. The plan was to have Brady then unretire un- and play again for the AFC East rival of his Patriot uh, days. After he spent two decades tormenting the uh, Dolphins, he would then play against the Patriots. The Dolphins believed having Brady would then lure Sean Payton into the system. Brady insisted on a veteran accomplished head coach and getting rid of Flores. Peyton and Brady, longtime friends who share the same agent. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Quote, the lawsuit messed up everything. The plan to hire a white coach and a white team president without going through the Rooney rule probably would not fly once the Dolphins were being sued for racial discrimination. And then it goes on from there. How about all of that? How about all of that? All of that is going on in Miami. Well, you've got Daniel Snyder, the scumbag of scumbags, uh, taking place in, uh, in in Washington D.C. It just, like I said, if I'm Roger Goodell, I I just I don't even want to wake up. I don't want to answer a phone call. And if there's a knock at the door, chances are it's going to be U.S. Congress. It's going to be the sub House Committee subpoenaing him to come to uh, to come to D.C. And what one of the things that I took away after I reread that 20 page letter in the House subcommittee uh, on the investigation into the Washington commanders. I keep going back to the fact that in there, it specifically states the NFL was not cooperating with the investigation. And it keeps, it keeps leading me to believe if the NFL is not cooperating, why are you one protecting one of your own or two? Do you have something to hide? That's the only reason you would not be cooperating in an investigation into a hostile work environment, sexual harassment, and now, obviously, um, you would be looking at probably something in in the realm of interstate commerce illegality. You know, I just, it it boggles the mind. Ah, 877-867-1670, So, yeah, as Ben stated a little earlier, happy Wednesday. So, Bill, Adam Schefter did break some news and tweet about something today. Did you see Uh-oh. it? Because I hope you I didn't. I want you to guess what it was. In the grand scheme of all this chaos and all of the stuff that's going on under the surface, he tweeted well, about Well, I something. do know that he follow, finally apologized for his tweet regarding Dwayne Haskins. By linking people to his podcast, but yes. Correct. Yes. Um, yeah, how about that, huh? Uh, which, and I didn't tell the story yesterday. Have you ever met Adam Schefter? No. You couldn't meet a more arrogant douchebag on the face of the earth if you had to. I give him all the credibility. I'll defend him because I think he is a good reporter and he knows things. He knows people. He's got a great way of getting involved in organizations and getting in with general managers and agents. I, I, I give him all the credit in the world. Doing his job, he does his job. But I've had him on the show, and he just... He acts like he's the king of all. He just, he's the guy that you, you, he, he would be in a bar where he would just be a jerk to you. You know, you just buy him a drink, say, hey, Adam, great job. And he would look at you and go, I don't drink that. You know, he would be that guy. He's just the most arrogant douchebag I've ever met. And I've met a lot of idiots in my day doing this job. But he's just, he's right there at the top of the list. I did an interview with him in Phoenix, 
And it was like a pain to get him to come over. And I sat down with him, and I just asked a few questions. He went, yeah, no, no. He's right up there with Joey Votto. I know people in Cincinnati love Joey Votto. He's an ass, too. There's a whole ship that I'd like to send out to see and uh, and have a bunch of the idiots on it. And, and those two guys, I hope, would be steering the ship. So anyway, getting back to the original uh, discussion, what did he tweet out today? What news did he break? So I would have to say, is it uh, an Aaron Rodgers story? No. I don't know how much of an actual story it is, but one hour ago, Schefter tweets, Washington Commanders announced that social media influencer Kay Feeney will be the team's first ever, quote, Commanders social media correspondent. The partnership wow. is believed to be the first of its kind in the NFL. Wow. On the heels of what came down yesterday, does it not seem like ESPN is in full protection mode? Or him. Of the it's Washington just, Commanders? Or him? Let's get Schefter tweet something nice about us after the bombshell drops so fewer people read that. I, I just... I, I Because yesterday when this whole thing came out, I kept thinking to myself, the, you, you, I kept waiting for this. You, you have to announce this. You have to put this out there. I kept waiting for it. And, and it, it, it never happened. I kept waiting for the NFL or ESPN or somebody to make a discussion of this. And it just, it never happened. And, and it was so fascinating to me because I'm like, why are they not covering this? This is, this is bombshell news. You don't get House subcommittees to write up these kind of reports via investigations if they don't have substantial evidence. It just doesn't happen. And then... For them, not there's no breaking news, nothing. But today, there's breaking news everywhere that Derek Carr signed a three-year extension. Okay, great, but that's not breaking news. Breaking news is you've got an NFL owner cooking the books, sexually harassing women, lying to the rest of his partners in the NFL. The NFL not cooperating via the investigation. They, where where is where is this four-letter network? And then that today. I mean, granted, that's that's terrific. In the advancement of, of of women within the sport, that's that's awesome, but this seems like you're trying to fluff up a turd. You know what I mean? My my, I go back to the saying my dad gave me when I was a kid. You know, he said, "Son, you can polish it, you can paint it, you can put perfume on it, but a piece of blank is still a piece of blank," and and that's what it's like. He's trying to do to the Washington Commanders. They're still turds. There's nothing new here. So I, I don't know. Maybe I, am I wrong here? No, you're spot on. I saw some discussion yesterday. The Brady story even is going to be something that they tweet maybe the night before week one as like right before the season kicks off next fall. It's going to be something that yeah. flies under the radar. Newspapers will report on it, but then ESPN will just throw out a little bottom of the barrel story about it. Bury it in the first week of action. Yeah. I just I keep going back to the evidence obtained by the committee, including emails, documents and statements from former employees indicate senior executives and team owner Daniel Snyder may have engaged in troubling, long running and potentially unlawful pattern of financial conduct and victimized thousands of team fans and the National Football League. And that was not the lead breaking story on the four letter network.
It's that last one, too. If Congress says potentially unlawful. Right. This comes directly out of the Congress of the United States, House of Representatives, and the Committee on Oversight and Reform. And it got very little play on a network that prides itself on breaking all these big stories. And all they've been able to talk about over the last 24 hours is the XFL. I, I just, I, I'm completely flabbergasted by all of this. Completely. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break, come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. out the other day at our friends uh, Joe and Ellen uh, Hennis in Sloppy Joe's and Smoke on the Water. Smoke on the Water, when they finish that downstairs, that uh, banquet facility out in Okachi, oh my goodness, that is beautiful. Holy moly, beautiful place. Uh, but get out there, they have some terrific food. The uh, The weather is eventually going to break. You can sit outside on the deck overlooking the lake and the boats and all the little houses in that area on Okachi and Great place. Stop in and see our friends uh, Joe and Ellen and everybody over there at Smoke on the Water. Um, so let's do this. Let's do this because uh, um, coming back after the top of the hour, with, with, with the headlines that are out there, let's do kind of a, a, a see what the actual coverage is, if you will, from the, the four-letter network who is to be named at this point. Completely sure. They would rather have The Rock on talking XFL vision for the future than they would about the, uh, the, the most. Put it this way. When Donald Sterling dropped his racist rant, they were all over it to get that guy fired and out. And rightfully so. I, 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 there must be a ton of money tied up to the NFL for them to be so quiet on all of this. So let's do the over and under on headlines uh, regarding the NFL regarding the four-letter network, and uh, we'll see how far down the biggest stories really are as they bury things to try to, in some way, shape, or form, protect their own, protect their invested interests. It's not as if they're uh, rolling in money right now after you saw the hit that Disney took after everything that's gone on in Disney. Uh, 877-867-1670, Jason says, this is the reason I listen to this program, because it's real. It's unadulterated, and I love the fact that I used to be an umpire and you would defend us. Jason, you to me. You to me. Um, you've got, uh, uh, this one's from Kathy, who says, uh, my husband used to be an umpire and had a parent bring a ball bat to a parking lot to intimidate him before a game, knowing he was going to be an umpire. Uh, it was years ago. Okay. Yeah, you know, again, back to the start of the show today. Anybody, it, it's it's youth athletics. If that's the re, can you imagine what your kid's going to grow up to be? Seeing you act like such an idiot, whether you're a mother or a father, and this is what you're doing when it comes to athletic your your children's athletics. Come on, people got to be better than that, right? They just have to be. You can't be this crazy. Um, 
What else do we have here? We got so much today. This is a good day. It's a great start to the day. By the way, great start to the day. Uh, Scott says, today's my Friday. I'm going to the game tomorrow. Oh, good for you, Scott. So, Scott, though, are you coming down to see us ahead of time? Are you coming down to see us ahead of time? Because we're going to be at Stenny's. You can come down early. The game's not till 4-14, remember. So, parking lot's going to open, what, two, three hours ahead of time? So, 2, one thirty. Come on down. Hang out with us for a while. Enjoy the show. Take the shuttle over to the ballpark. After you've gotten some good, maybe a Bloody Mary to start your day, a couple of beverages, head over to the ballpark, walk right in. Now, tomorrow's forecast for Milwaukee, a high of 41. Winds? We're not going to have any rain, but they're talking damage from straight-line winds 40 miles an hour plus. Why in the world do you want to go outside and tailgate tomorrow? Come on down, sit inside, enjoy the program, watch some things on the TV, all the lead-up, all the fun and frivolity that is the opener, home opener for the Milwaukee Brewers. And then after that, head on down to the ballgame on the shuttle. That's the way to go. Looking forward to tomorrow. Um, what time does Stenny's open tomorrow? My guess would be 10 a.m. We go on air at 10, maybe earlier. I haven't even checked. That's a great question. During the break, I will text, and I will find out. Never thought to ask that question. That's a great question. Pac-Fan wanted to know. Pac-Fan, you're all over it. This is the reason, listeners, you're you're so much more intelligent in so many areas than I am, and I appreciate that. I really do. Um, this one's from uh, Joseph, who said, especially because a lot of Little League officials are donating their time and parents still harass them. And and again, I there is a lack of good quality coaches that really want to teach youth today the ins and outs of sports, that love sports and want to pass that love along. A lot of guys do it because they do love it. They want to work with kids, but a lot of times it's their own kids. And it's all about living by vicariously through their own. Some of these coaches are look. It's it's little league. It's little league. Don't don't act like you're getting paid seven million dollars a year. Don't act like you're the biggest, baddest, and best on the block. And it it really I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Uh, I will stop on a Saturday and watch the, up the street from me. There's uh, some athletic fields. There's infinity fields down the street from me. There's uh, another ballpark up off of Capitol Drive. And I'll just stop there and watch some games. I just enjoy it. You know, just hanging out um, because it takes you back to what what you used to do. And it, I just enjoy watching a game of baseball. Sometimes it, at its purest form is the best way to get back into it. If things in the pro level start to disgust you. And you just go and watch it for what it was. Just kids that wanted to play, play the game. Uh, so I'll do that. Same thing with football on Friday nights. I do that too. Local high schools. I'll just stop in and watch a game and and just kind of enjoy myself. But I agree with you 100%. hundred percent. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Hit us up. Um, says, and don't forget that they covered it a ton when the Redskins story about them without holding uh, ticket information or ticket money, shall we say, um, 
uh, from teams a week and a half ago when that story broke. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Real quick, Rob says as a public service radio commercial states, without referees and umpires, there would be no youth sports. Support and encourage them, and behave and set an example for others. We will end the hour on that note. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.